Check out our hot deals on fishing, hunting, and shooting gear during Cabela's Summer Clearance. Get your family ready for a day on the water with 40% off all in-stock adult and youth flotation vests and savings on rods, reels, and tackle. Upgrade your optics to a Vortex with $500 off their Razor HD spotting scope and $80 off their Crossfire 2 rifle scope. Plus, we've got savings on select ammo and reloading accessories. There's something for everybody during Cabela's Summer Clearance going on now. Today's episode of Conversations at Hill, I want to talk about the value of acknowledging your past or perhaps a situation, an incident that you have experienced. It requires that you examine it further in order to live a peaceful life. Before I dive into my conversation, I want to let you know that my book, How to Love Yourself, Hope After Child Abuse, is available in Kindle and paperback form. The book touches on topics common to all survivors, and there are topics in there that are common for a lot of people. Boundaries, triggers, trust. My intent in writing my book was survivors by letting them know that they're not alone and to remove the stigma and the shame surrounding childhood trauma. You can visit Amazon to pick up your Kindle or your paperback copy of How to Love Yourself, Hope After Child Abuse. Getting back to acknowledging your truth. In AA, you say your name and then you say, I am an alcoholic. And, and there's a reason why they do that, so that you can acknowledge your truth. It took me years before I could accept the truth of my childhood. While I was having flashbacks during all of this confusion in my life for these flashbacks and wondering how could they be with all the signs and all the symptoms that I was a survivor of child abuse. All this conflict was still going on in my head. Sometimes I would oftentimes slip further down what I call the rabbit hole. I couldn't be truthful with myself that being a survivor of child abuse was my story. I was trying to understand where these images came from the feelings, the physical sensations, all from the abuse. And I was trying to figure out where in my life I would have picked up these images, these sensations, like I was creating them, almost felt like I was lying about it. In fact, I remember many times what I would say to my therapist, I wish I was lying about this because it would be a lot easier to admit that I was lying than to look at the truth. Once I was able to say my truth that I was a child abuse survivor, it meant that I had to feel it in my heart. I had to hold the pain. And of course, I had to acknowledge the fact, the truth, all of which were feelings that I was trying desperately to avoid all were feelings that needed to be acknowledged so that I could release them, let the feelings go, let them rest, and move on with my life. It was very confusing to have these memories so vivid that I could tell you the smells of the memory, the fabrics. Was it leather? Was it a a soft fabric? Was it a rough fabric? the sounds of the voices, the weather, the time of day. Was the sun shining in? Was the sun 
setting so that there would be a, a cast on the shadow as I was trying to work around all the confusion of all of these memories, I was in such struggle as to where did these memories come from? Some people will go a lifetime without realizing or acknowledging that the abuse wasn't their fault. And I'll have to admit that acknowledging the abuse wasn't my fault was a huge hurdle because behind that was an enormous amount of pain, betrayal, abandonment, not to mention the actual acts of abuse. It was just this huge struggle, all of these components going on in my head as I was trying to justify where these images were coming from. I want to talk about why it's so important to acknowledge your truth. For example, when I get a flashback, a memory, and, and I'll be honest with you, I still get them. I'm able to put my energy, my focus on the event and the feelings that are captured in my body. Longer need to process where these images are coming from. This struggle, this, this battle within me of not only am I dealing with where do these memories come from, but also dealing with why are they in my head? What have I done to put them in my head? All of that is gone because I know that I am a survivor of child abuse. So like I was saying, it's easier for me to be able to focus on the memory and processing the memory, the flashback, so that I can release the feelings and move on with my life. This is also really important because this whole process builds my self-confidence, my security. I, like I've said, I'm not having this inner fight with myself while I'm having these feelings. I know why I'm having these feelings. I know that I was abused. I know that the abuse is a part of me. Please hear me loud and clear when I say the abuse, the trauma is a part of me because it is my history, but it does no way in any shape or form define who I am now. This couldn't be more powerful for you as well. No matter what your situation is, no matter your circumstances, it all comes down to it was your story, your history, but it is not you. On the other side of that, I will say that my history, my story brought me many gifts. Would I have found those gifts despite my past? That's something that I will never know. That part of me was stolen from my abusers. Would the, the perpetrators, the pedophiles, the alcoholics continue their role if they had acknowledged their past? Again, we'll never know. They will never know. The choice to acknowledge my past or not Despite how painful it was to cross over and embrace my truth, I would do it all again because I couldn't be where I am now if I hadn't done it. I want to let you know that this is a daily process for me. This isn't like one magic seed of awareness and it's all gone. It, it takes awareness like I talk about all the time, which is why I talk about it all the time. It takes a mindset and meditation is really good because 
meditation allows you to take, if you will, ownership of your mind, allows you to to set your boundaries in your mind. For instance, if I'm having this conversation and getting myself all worked up about a situation that hasn't happened, or I'm afraid it's what will happen, that internal dialogue does me no good. I'm not in that situation yet. Through meditation and awareness of the thoughts in my mind, I can say, I'm not going to talk about that, or you know, I'm going to let it go because this isn't my current situation. It allows me to be more present. I could not, I still cannot, um, you cannot heal without admitting your truth. I tried it for years and it never worked. This business of acknowledging your past is not limited to your story. For instance, when you look at uh, countries, and, and I know this is kind of broad, but sometimes it helps to think broad when you're trying to narrow down on something that's perhaps overwhelming. So take a country, for instance, their treatment of their citizens or the tribes. If you take you know, the United States, for instance, their treatment and their journey with, with racism, their treatment and their journey with American Indians, you can go on and on with every sector, uh, every tribe of people. The United States government cannot acknowledge or begin to heal that relationship until can take responsibility for their contribution to that. I, w- I want to give you a chance to absorb all this, that it might be a little difficult to understand why you're, you're processing I just want to remind you again of my book, How to Love Yourself, Hope After Child Abuse, and that it is available on Amazon and Kindle and in paperback form. Getting back to this conversation, I know the truth is painful. And of course, it's easier to try and avoid it than it is to look at it. I know that processing the truth as my past allows me to open up to self-love, self-compassion. And there's self-love in our conversation once again. Look, the, the fact is that we are unable to receive love and compassion from others without fully receiving it from ourselves first. It's just how the universe works. None of this is about judgment or self-judgment. All of this is about acknowledgement of your truth. And there will be times where you can only take in so much. Believe me, I get that because it has taken me years to get where I am today. I could only take in so much and I had to honor that. I, I had to be grateful that I was able to take in what I could take in instead of beating myself up that I couldn't take in more. So I want to give you some ideas about self-care while you are working on receiving your truth. The first one I would like you to be aware of to help you on this journey is that to, to acknowledge that you are entitled, acknowledge your truth. To own your truth. Despite all the forces who will try to convince you otherwise, 
and we all know who those forces are. They could be as simple as the inner voice in your head trying to put you down for even entertaining the fact that you're having this conversation of looking at your truth. And while it may be painful to acknowledge your truth, it is far more painful to ignore it. Remember, you have already survived the initial event. And and I know that many times as you're having a memory, it may feel like that memory is happening today, but it's not. And, And give yourself pat on the back, give yourself compassion for the fact that you've already survived living with an alcoholic parent or you've already survived living in a in a situation that was uh, traumatic no matter what level that looks like doesn't minimize that you've already survived it the last tip i want to share with you is breathing and and meditating or uh, being kind to yourself are all practices to soothe your pain. That is about self-care. I know how painful it is to acknowledge part of your life that you would soon forget. That's why it is so critical to have support in your healing, support which looks like a therapist, a coach, perhaps someone in the ministry. Please don't expect your spouse or your loved ones, your friends, to support you in the way a professional can. For one, they are too close to you. They cannot hold the space for your healing like a third party can. I mention this because there were many times which I found myself dealing with these suicidal ideations. I just couldn't stand the pain anymore. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. While it's not that I didn't want to live, I, I did want to live. It's that I, I wanted a, an escape. I wanted to get away from the pain. Doing drugs was never one of my things. I, I don't know why it wasn't. It just never was. Becoming an alcoholic wasn't one of my things. And, and I think that was because my dad was an alcoholic and I didn't want to be like him. This whole idea of suicide is where it comes in as a pretty convincing band-aid, if you will, to end the pain. But I assure you, it is not. Feelings are temporary, and suicide is not. If you find yourself in, in a situation that you, you are having suicide ideas, perhaps you're laying out a plan, perhaps it's just this grumbling in your head like, well, there's always that option, reach out to the Suicide Prevention Hotline. Their number is 1-800-273-8255. It's just really important that you hang in there. If I had coned myself years ago, I would have never known the joys that I know now. And and I am no different from, than you. Yes, I have a podcast because I've chosen to have a podcast. It doesn't mean that you can't have a podcast. Yes, I've written a book because I've chosen to write a book. It doesn't mean you can't write a book. It's really important to know that healing from childhood trauma 
has many, many components. Acknowledging your past is one of those pieces. Be gentle with yourself. Be slow with yourself. Be kind to yourself. You have earned it. Please contact me at Susan at Conversations at Heal dot com if I can support you on your healing journey. Above all, remember that you are a lovable and capable human being. And yes, I said it again, say it every time until I no longer do conversations that heal. You are a lovable and capable human being. Thank you for listening to Conversations That Heal. Summer's heating up, and so are the savings. Head to Cabela's now for our summer clearance. Get outfitted for your next adventure with up to 50% off casual shirts, shorts, sandals, and hikers from all your favorite brands. Ensure everybody's protected from the sun on your next picnic in the backyard or day at the lake with 40% off all in-stock screen shelters and canopies. Hurry in. We've got something for everybody during our summer clearance going on now. See all our deals at Cabela's.com. Check out our hot deals on fishing, hunting, and shooting gear during Cabela's Summer Clearance. Get your family ready for a day on the water with 40% off all in-stock adult and youth flotation vests and savings on rods, reels, and tackle. Upgrade your optics to a Vortex with $500 off their Razor HD spotting scope and $80 off their Crossfire 2 rifle scope. Plus, we've got savings on select ammo and reloading accessories. There's something for everybody during Cabela's Summer Clearance going on now. 